What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 51, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. Founder Numero Uno, and I'm joined by my co-host, who is currently in the on-deck circle. Let's see what's going on with him. Ladies and gentlemen, now batting cleanup for the Outfielder Podcast, number three, the great Sam Bino. Good evening, Sam. Hello, how are you? Doing well, man. We're doing a little live watch of the Red Sox-Astros uh, game right now, uh, game two here. Yeah, the, the Red Sox took a quick 2-0 lead, and then the Astros uh, answered back, unfortunately. Yeah, well, it's right back to where it started. So this, man, we were talking about it a little bit briefly before the show started, but uh, in the AL and the NL, but all four teams that are there deserve to be there, I feel like. Yes, I, you know, the Brewers like kept it together long enough to make it. I didn't think they would just because they, they just faltered so many times yeah. over the course of the season. But absolutely, every team totally earned their position here. Craig Council strikes me as an individual that has absolutely no confidence, but somehow the team is just 100% behind this guy. Like he doesn't socially have any confidence or like... Yeah, like during his press conference, he's always like looking at the floor and stuff. Yeah, what a weirdo. He, yeah. I mean, he's like a 12-year-old, right? He looks like a 12-year-old at least. I mean, damn. Right. Poor kid. I know. Poor little guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like they they decide to hire... They needed a young manager, so let's just hire every kid we could find or the first one That's we could right. find. Literally, just find the youngest guy who knows how to spell baseball. Man, just firing shots at Craig Council right out of the gate. But I really like him. I actually. do too. I mean, he's done a great <laughs> job with that team. <laughs> I haven't seen his press conferences, so I'll, I'll take your word for the confidence piece. But that's not a great sign. I'm just saying that, like, look at the 2013 Red Sox. Like, John Farrell walked into a situation where it couldn't have been. It, it just was meant to be. That may be where Craig Council's at right now because that team is full of hitters. Do you think Craig Council is like just a, an actual nerd who doesn't know how to talk to people and is just super awkward? Is that what's going on? It's a good question. We'll have to send a correspondent up there to do some research for us. Ben Ben's not busy at all. No, Ben's not busy. He's out on the road looking for more sponsors yeah. right now. And, you know, flights to Milwaukee. Come on. Yeah, I mean, we could we could definitely put down the company dime. I would I would put the the over at one hundred and sixty three dollars round trip. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's been a an interesting. And LCS, so that that series is at one and one right now. Uh, yeah. Dodgers came, but so I mean the the Brewers, what they killed them in game one, right? Yep. And then in game two, they killed them all the way till the ninth inning, and then blew it at the end. And now they're yep. going back to Los Angeles starts tomorrow, right? Yeah, I believe in my heart of hearts that LA is a better rounded, like a better well rounded team, but they uh, just they're so volatile for some reason. Yeah. They really are, man. I don't understand why that is. It just seems like they've been that way all season. They've never really gotten a lot of, like, nothing has ever really, like, settled down specifically. No, no. it's completely unpredictable. It's, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good series because of that, for that reason, I think. Yeah, that's true. It's been interesting so far. I haven't had a Milwaukee. Uh, I would put Milwaukee as the least deserving of the of their place in the playoffs. Yeah, you've been on that train all year, though. and Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, mean I'd be, be glad for you to keep being wrong about it because it really seems like should the Red Sox make it out of this Astros situation, that that's probably the lesser competition, I would think. Right. But a seven-game series says a lot too, right? I mean. Absolutely. Yeah, they're going to learn a lot. Yeah, so it'll be interesting with the going back to L.A. for two games now. 
Hill, yes. Man, I'm telling you, I really, I mean, David Price on the mound, he looks okay so far. Um, he really only paid for one mistake that was, that was kind of a bullshit hit anyway. So we're yeah, top of the third, 1-1. One, one. clown play. It really was. We're top of the third, 1-1 one, one count, no outs. So trying to give people a, a sense of where we are this episode. So that, that RBI that got hit off of David Price, that hit the, the first, that hit the bag? Because it just like, it was the least fair, fair ball I've ever seen. Yeah, it was definitely not so fair. It, I mean, it might have. I mean, it was fair, technically but it, like, fair. But <laughs> it careened to the right into foul territory so quickly. It was like yeah. unbelievably. There's no way that a ball has ever been hit there. It felt like it looked like it hit my lucky quarter that I, I threw out there like two years ago. Yeah, definitely. That that's what happened. <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit? <laughs> you're responsible for these two runs. Yeah, well, your, your ERA just ballooned. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing enough anymore to get it down. So, you know, mm, it's OK. All right. Well, easy out there. We accept. David Price looks okay, though, so far. He really does. His shoes are too white. I don't trust it. Yeah. I don't really like when he pitches with the, t- the high socks. He does a lot, though. Interesting. I-, I am glad that Christian Vasquez is catching this game. Although, I think the, the best thing that's happened of all the playoffs so far is the fact that Christian Vasquez nailed Joe West in the chest last night with a while trying to pick somebody off at second. Did he? I missed yeah. it. Oh, dude, it was so funny. Oh, shit. <laughs> dude, right, right to the gut, man. It was awesome. Oh, good. Did it just bounce off his like geriatric no. fat or no. what? It wasn't actually the gut. It was more like to the chest. But um, but the funny thing is like... That could be dangerous. Oh, well, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's got like a chest plate on and stuff. But the funny thing about it is, god damn it. Uh, the funny thing about it was, though, that all the Red Sox fans seem to be like super pissed off about this. But, like, that was the better thing that could have happened because it would have gone out into the outfield if it wouldn't have bounced off of him. So, because it was a really bad throw overall. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it was fortunate that it hit him really and truly, but people didn't seem to see it that way for whatever stupid reason that is beyond me. I know what the topic of our first tangent here could be tonight. Oh. Halloween is coming up. What, what kind of Halloween candy are you, like, what's, what's your go to? Okay. That's that's a great question. I would I would have to go with Snickers or Ooh. Reese's. Ooh boy, are you a Reese's? Like, I'm not. I'm I'm going for the straight heavy hitters. I'm not going to say like you know, Laffy Taffy or yeah, come on, whatever. Abba come on. Zabba. Yeah, something. Abba ben. Zabba, you my only friend. <laughs> something that Ben would eat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah. The the basic awesome stuff is really awesome to me. Yeah. Ben's still a little bit in my piece of shit corner right now for his take on death to Spoochie. Yeah, I, I still need to listen to the episode, but I mean, <sighs> at face value, no, that's it's not a great take. It's a bad take. It's a really bad take. Yeah, man. So, I, so I'm definitely a Snickers guy. Uh, I love Snickers. I mean, that's a, that's like you said, that's a heavy hitter candy. That that right. can, candy's not fucking around. They've got a legitimate like advertising budget. Right. Yeah. Um, so does Reese's, and I'm okay with that. And you know why? Because they're really good, and right. if you say otherwise, you're just wrong. Just wrong. Are you a Reese's Cup guy? Are you like a Reese's Pieces guy, or all of the above, or what? I'm an equal opportunity Reese's guy. Whatever, whatever you got, just put the peanut butter into my gullet. I love it. I'm all about it too. <laughs> all about it too. Man, yeah. there was like episode like ten or eleven that one James in Midtown came on, and he, we ended up talking about we discovered that like air peanut butter that's like super light it's yeah. just such a wild thing 
That's a thing? Yes, apparently so. Is it like whipped or something? Yeah, it's whipped. To the point where it's just yeah. really... It's like, that's what it is. It's like whipped. We called it phantom peanut butter because it just seems ridiculous. Oh, okay. This <laughs> makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah, Got but uh, the, the chocolate peanut butter combo, though, can't be, you know, can't be matched really, right? It's hard to top. I'm not a fruity candy guy. Like, I'm not... I like a good Starburst as long as it's not sure. the fucking red one. So, um, okay, so... Okay. And I'm not a Skittles guy. Like, I don't care. Um, Marshawn Lynch would probably come and lynch me for saying that, but I don't give a shit. Whoa. Uh, um, yeah, I'm chocolate, chocolate and savory all the way. Like, yeah. fruit, fruit candy can go fuck itself. That's a waste of sugar intake. Yeah, so I'm a big Kit Kat guy as well. Ooh, okay. Love, Tell it, me more. You gotta love the crunch of it, you know? It's true. Just it's the, a good, the waffled... Yeah, the whatever waffle. Uh, yeah, whatever those things are. Those things are fantastic. <laughs> it's like matzo bread. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but they're fantastic. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, really yeah, I guess it's like cookie. Those, those are aired up too. They're yeah. like puffed up and yeah. not super dense. Yeah, exactly. So I love that. Um, I love Reese's Pieces as well. Probably more than the cups, but I do love the cups nonetheless though. Yeah, the pieces are nice um, because the cups can be a little cumbersome, right? Yeah. It's like, you can't not get dirty eating a Reese's cup. Right. But the pieces you could just like throw into your mouth. Yeah. It's just the M&M thing, right? Right. Supposedly melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Speaking of delicious food, I went to Hattie B's hot chicken today in Atlanta. Oh boy. We're going to do that when we're in Vegas here in like two weeks. Is there a Hattie B's in Vegas? There is. No way. Yeah. So we're going to definitely be hitting that up. Have you been before? Uh, I have not. You told me about oh. this. I've heard nothing but good things from so everybody good. I've ever talked to about it, but you've recently informed me of this, which yeah. I will get on it. I'm planning to get on it here in just a couple weeks. I guess I've been four times, twice in Nashville and twice in Atlanta. Yeah. And it is well worth whatever weights you're going to endure. Yeah. Um, I can't speak for the Vegas location. I can only presume because they haven't spread so much that um, they're probably pretty concerned with quality and sure. fidelity. Sure. So definitely worth the wait. If it's like out the door, you hang out for an hour, especially in Vegas, it should be easy to get a drink and just like hang out and yeah. wine. Yeah. Exactly. Um, would eat, but that okay. shit is hot. Yeah. You gotta be careful if you're not a spicy food guy. Yeah. Um, Stephanie can do the, the mild and she's not a spicy person. Yeah. I, I am a spicy food person. Yeah. I just do medium and then I enjoy the hell out of that. Yeah, you see, on, you're 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 just you're gonna ask you're asking for trouble. You're gonna shit forever. <laughs> glad glad we hammered that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a fiery poop earlier. So. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. Um, no, but we'll um we'll definitely we're planning on checking it out for sure. I'm a I like spicy foods just fine. I just it sometimes it has to be like one of those things where it's not the only thing I've got. You know, like yeah. I, I like to have some spice, but I also like to have some non-spice too to kind of balance it the other way. Right. Um, but we'll figure it out. So would you suggest I go with the mild or the medium then? Um, so I don't know your eating habits very well. I would say go medium, okay. but you can. there are other things that come with it. Their sides are really good. So okay. you get like mac and cheese and crinkle fries with like a ton of ranch. Oh, yeah. See, that's fine. Like cover, yeah, that'll do just fine. Ranch. You're going to do just fine. Yeah. Okay. Suggestion noted. So we had that for lunch, and then we had leftovers because we got the large portions. Yeah. And then I made uh, basically spicy fried chicken tacos with uh, ranch dressing and avocado and Monterey Jack cheese. Very nice. 
We made right. something kind of similar. It was like an enchilada type soup with a lot Ooh. of different things in it. So like it was a tortilla soup. Yeah, like a tortilla soup, basically. It was anticipated to be a lot chillier here in Texas. God damn it. That's Son gone. of a bitch, David Price. Fuck you. <sighs> fuck. Boy, that was right down the middle, too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Just a big old matzo ball hanging right over the plate. Yeah, I love that we're, we're jumping into the Jew foods. Yeah. Let's talk about if we can weave in Manischewitz wine. I'd love to do that. <laughs> well, it seems like you just plugged it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. God, Marwin Gonzalez is so good in clutch moments. Yeah, he's a good playoff guy. He hits yeah. bombs. But he's not worth having good. overall like on a fantasy team, but he's no. good in the playoffs. All right, 4-2 yeah. Houston. Top of the third, two outs. The Astros are good, man. I know. Scott, Chris Sale got rocked last night. So I missed it. Could you break this down for me? Yeah, so he came out, and he looked good at the at – the, oh, my good Lord. Okay. I thought he roped that one, too. Oh, right, I thought it was a replay because it was like the same goddamn swing. It pretty swing. much was the same swing. All right, well, that's it. Out, headed to the bottom of the third inning now. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Chris Sale came out. Opening day ace, it was him versus Verlander. And he had had pretty decent stuff to start to start the game and then kind of got into some trouble, loaded the bases, and then um, ended up only going like five innings. He got out of the jam, but, you know, a couple runs were scored and then okay. a couple more were scored. And um, okay. But, yeah, man, he just he, – he seemed like his command was off. He seemed like his velocity was off a little bit. Uh, he was definitely throwing slower than he's been throwing. Okay. Um, which has been a big concern since he came he came back from injury and was out like most of September. Yeah. So um, it wasn't a great start. He settled in okay, and I mean he had some stuff in his bag, but I mean it just seemed underpowered at times and and everything. And so Joe Kelly came in and, and relieved him and pitched pretty well. And overall, it just the biggest thing about last night for the Red Sox man were just that they never really got the bats going. Mookie mm-hmm. bets whenever he doesn't hit. It's all off. We've been talking about that all year long. Yeah. And, you know, they were just swinging at bullshit. And I will say that, like, they didn't... Verlander had a much wider strike zone as far as give goes. And Verlander looked really, really damn good until he didn't at the very end. But overall, he looked fantastic. What you would look for uh, as, like, an opening day starter or game one starter in the playoffs. Uh, He looked really damn good. And I would... I mean, I would expect nothing less from him, to be honest. But, um... He definitely had a wider strike zone call, but it was mostly just Boston being inept, to be honest with you. Yeah, so the the only thing I really saw was the top-line stats. And I was like, oh, it looks like Sale gave up some runs over five innings, and then you know Verlander gave up a couple of runs. And um, the, the takeaway, just looking at the numbers, to me said that Boston didn't hit the ball. Not at all. At all. They did not so, hit even a little bit less. You right. need to do both things um, in the playoffs for sure. Yep, they sure do. And so, I mean, I don't know where this Astro series is going, man. I don't have a great feel for it really yet. I mean, I think, I mean, I guess the Astros are up 4-2 to two right now, but uh, I don't know, with such heavy offenses, both these teams, that could change at any point. Yeah, it's really, it's hard to say. I still give a slight edge to the Astros in, in terms of like team um, not stats, but like their personnel, I think they're they're slightly better in a number of ways. But that doesn't mean the Red Sox are at all out of it. Like, no, not they at all. Have the offense to crush. They have an amazing pitching staff. Like, they're not yeah. 
me giving a slight edge to the Houston Astros doesn't mean a ton. But right, exactly. Uh, it's basically a pick 'em is what it comes down to. It yeah. really is. And these, so a lot's going to show after we get past. So we had Verlander versus Sale, and then now we have David Price versus Garrett Cole. So right. a lot of this is going to change after that. I think that's where we're going to start seeing the bigger discrepancies of the three, four, and five guys for each of these teams. Totally agree. You're going to really show your colors and when you get under the hood of the three, four, and five guys. Yep, sure is. And J.D. Martinez has not really done no. that much at all. No, that's very unfortunate. This goon in the cowboy hat. Oh, my God, that hat. <laughs> Seems like something Ben would wear while digging a hole. It was pretty close to what he was wearing whilst digging a hole. Wasn't it? Didn't he have like some sort of straw hat on or something? He did. He did. I don't have to dig any holes at my house, which I, I really like. That's fantastic news. Who's I this? washed my car and I mowed my lawn. That's about it. I love this goon that's trying to photobomb AJ Hinch here. Do you I'm see that? He was like sticking his head down there, like right next to AJ Hinch, trying to take get a picture taken of him. Good for him. Yeah. You gotta seize these opportunities. It's true. Got a big uh right. Patriots uh Chiefs game tonight as well. I know, that starts in a couple of minutes. I'm yeah. I'm keen to see the results of that. Indeed. I had so my notepad is elsewhere, but I wrote down a, a football musing that I had that I'll have to share with you maybe on another another podcast. Love it. We'll have the football pod coming soon, so that'll be perfect. Awesome. I don't know if I'll be quite as colorful for football purposes. Don't worry, neither I'm not either compared to Jason, the other guy doing it with us. He's he uh he brings us home. Love it. It'll be, it'll be fine. But yeah, man, it's been uh, interesting postseason baseball. I feel like I've kind of been walking on eggshells to the point where I haven't really been able to enjoy it. That's unfortunate. I mean, yeah. I feel like at some point you got to back away and try and soak it in a bit. Yeah, I'm trying to. I just I don't have a great feeling about this buzzsaw that they're walking into, but anything could happen at this point. I mean, we're only in game two, for God's sakes. But right. just this is the first time I've worried about a series or a team, you know, like anything really like that since like maybe May or June. Because, I mean, the ball, the Red Sox have just been so damn good all year. Right. I've been hitting the piss out of the ball nonstop until they get to here. Well, they beat the shit out of the Yankees in that fashion. Right? God, and I was so glad, too. Just demoralized yeah. them. I love it. I mean, that's the sort of shit they're capable of. And that pitching staff's really good. It is. We went to a, a bar. So I talked about this on Since Blue Out Radio the other day. But we went to a bar uh, just down the road from my house. It's actually going to be attached to the new Texas Rangers ballpark. And they have a 100-foot LED uh, TV. 100-foot? Yes. It's enormous. Holy shit. Absolutely enormous. So we watched the uh, that game four of the Yankees series on that. I mean, isn't that almost too big where you have to, like, move your head to look at the score? Well, they, had, they like, it was multi-screen. Like, they had other games and stuff going on, too. But that was like oh, a majority so multiple one. things yeah. going on on this one 100 yeah. foot screen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's different. Well, yeah, but I mean, they had like, I mean, it was enormous though. This was, isn't like the TV at Jerry World where it's showing the same thing. No, that thing's annoying. <laughs> it is annoying if you're on the second or third deck because why would you want to look at the game? Right. Exactly. I could sit at home and drink a, a six pack that costs like half. No, not even half the price. Like way, way an eighth less. of the price. Yeah. And watch it on my own damn big TV. So that's when I realized that I really like sitting at home watching sports. I yes. think probably the second or third time I went to Jerry World, I sat in the third deck 
just staring like 50 yard line midfield right into the TV. I was like, I'm going to go home. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this sucks, right? I mean, it's, stu- it's stupid. It was still, Oh fun. boy, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Garrett Cole doesn't have near the stuff that like Verlander does. He does at certain times, but not, not consistently enough to where it matters. He's clearly very nervous. Yes. I don't blame him. That'd be okay. <laughs> oh. Don't be a pussy, Garrett. Never met a Garrett I liked. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry to any Garrett that we have listening. I'm sure there's a lot of lovely Garretts. I've never met a Matt that I liked. Oh, really? Yep. Don't you have a brother named Matt? I do. Okay. Just for the listeners. <laughs> I, I knew that for the record. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Brother Matt is fine. Yes. And truthfully, I've never really had a whole lot of problem with Garrett's either, but I don't like this guy. I know that. You hear that, Garrett? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. If we're ever hoping to have Garrett Cole on the pod, this just killed it. Ben's probably like, no, what have you done? I just booked him. Oh, that would be sweet. (laughs) That'd be bad. Would we take that pod down or would we just try to own it? Oh, we'd own it. Yeah, we would have to. That'd be so, yeah, because taking it down, I mean, I've never we taken it. We have nothing to lose. No, I've taken nothing down ever, and I don't regret it at all. Even when I got into it with the feminist group over the Serena blog, that was bad. <laughs> I did a bad. Well, the other side of that could be said that I brought some exposure to the site, so. <laughs> yeah, good. Pub- <laughs> all publicity is good publicity. Correct. Never any, any publicity is good publicity. That's one way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. That was a good block. Holy shit. Yeah, it was. It was like three feet off. Maybe maybe two feet. Claire was commenting last night. So Claire watched the game with me last night, which I was grateful for. And uh, she was commenting that she always loves to see someone, left catcher just get racked with the ball. The and I was nuts. like, oh, man. Yeah, right. Oh, in the... That's awful. Oh, boy. Hell, yes. Oh, boy. Marlon kind of came down on that wrong. Oh, yeah. I think he hurt himself there. Yeah, he came down on that real wrong. Let's go. Four to two, bottom of the third, two on in scoring position, one out. Love it. 49 pitches for Garrett Cole. Did Marwin Gonzalez hit himself in the dick and balls? <laughs> Is that all that took was Claire to wish that someone got hit in the dick and balls? <laughs> I feel bad because this guy's like, we're watching this live, so this guy's actually in pain as we speak about it, but he also just hit a two-run home run. So. Yeah, you know what? I don't feel bad for him. Wasn't he the... Was he the one that got in trouble for making fun of you, Darvish? No, that was Yuli uh, Guriel. Yuli Guriel, that's right. I always get those that two guy, confused. That guy's a real piece of shit. Yeah, He's he really is. like a domestic violence candidate. Wasn't he one domestic violence, I think is what it is. Uh, oh, uh, he just got the wind knocked out. Of yeah, him. he hit that wall. Yeah, he'll be all right. He could have like hit his head. Let's see. I mean, he he took like Ooh, spine, right to the back. spine shot. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. yeah, that's just a rough a rough hit on the wall. There's no padding out there at all. None. Oh, God. Big metal wall. That's the... Name another stadium that, other than Wrigley, that has no padding on an outfield wall. Does Wrigley have padding underneath all the ivy? No. Okay. Um, just these two. It's got to be just these two, right? There. Okay, so there's some exposed columns um, in Houston, actually. Out in out in left field, there's some columns that have no padding, but that's like a shitload of space with no padding at all. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's amazing this doesn't happen more often. Honestly, 
I agree. Holy shit. Well, most guys um, hit the ball so hard that it bounces off the wall and then it they goes play way off back. The wall. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's making a play at the wall. I saw him during BP and you know drills today, throwing balls off the wall to just practice, seeing how they yeah they bounce and stuff, which is smart. The problem is, it's I mean you're running into straight ten, so it just sort of you know dinks and then falls. It doesn't really like there's not a lot of rebound action off of it. Yeah, it's not a two inch plate of steel. It's gonna like bounce the ball. God, that'd be awesome if they replaced it with like trampoline type shit oh, to where boy. it just shot it back across the infield or outfield. That'd be incredible. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm struggling to remember another situation where someone at Fenway made a play at the wall. Oh, it, it like, almost rarely. It is very rare. It's so short; they're almost always playing playing it off the wall. Yeah, didn't we? We went on top of it with you guys, right? No, we didn't make it up there. Oh, we didn't do the tour. No, we didn't do the tour. Oh, damn. Oh, we were going to try to do the tour, and then it did, something happened, and it didn't work out, or something. Uh, we couldn't get tickets. Oh, okay. Well, that's a, that's on us for procrastinating. But you also booked the trip like three weeks before it happened, so it's true. We procrastinated on some of that, but we had a wonderful time. That was a great trip. That was an amazing trip. That was one of my favorite ones we've had up there. Did some hell great. of a lot of good eating while we were there. Yeah, great, great city. Loved it. Legal seafood is by far my favorite restaurant there is. Yum. God, I could have sworn we did the tour. We'll have to do that next time because it takes you up on top of the Green Monster and the press box and yeah. all that stuff. It's really to, cool. I would love to sit up there with tickets one day. That'd, That'd be nice. Expensive, but cool. It's a lottery type thing. Oh. I don't really know how that works specifically, though. I've never looked into it. I'm on the list to get season tickets one day. I've been on really? it since I was like eight. <laughs> no, seriously. So what happens? I mean, if just, you're still living in Dallas to get season tickets. I'm just going to buy them and sell them. <laughs> oh. You're allowed to do that? Oh, yeah. Nice. And then I'll just have to find some ways to make it up there a little more often, I guess. That's right. All right, 3-0 count here. You don't want to load the bases, Garrett. Garrett. I do feel like it's easy to talk to him that way, though. He's got a nice name that flows with, you're in trouble, Garrett. (laughs) Can we talk about Ian Kinsler's calf muscles? Because they look puny. They've always looked like that. Oh, he walked him. Bases loaded. One out. Ian Kinsler's going to hit a double off the wall. He's just a good doubler and a good clutch hitter. He knows the situations and he knows what to do in them when he cares about it. Overall, do you think it was a good thing the Rangers got rid of him? I mean, no. I mean, let's just say that the Prince Fielder deal didn't work out the way it did. And it, I mean, he was still a serviceable first baseman. So if we still had Prince Fielder, would I want Ian Kinsler there? Well, no, what I'm saying is because he was the centerpiece of that deal. Yeah. I'm just wondering... Uh, Hmm. Yeah, no, I would have. I would take a healthy Prince Fielder four years. Four I think years. so, too. I think that was a smart move that, by John Daniels, and I'm not a John Daniels defender by any stretch of the imagination. No, I think he largely takes the right approach, but he definitely turned Banny into a scapegoat and got shot in the dick with the Prince Fielder situation. He, di- he, <laughs> he sure did. At least they had an insurance policy on that damn contract, though. But I don't care about the money. I, I mean, know, but that, that would vastly hinder them signing big free agents in the future yeah. if that were the case. That was an enormous contract. Yeah, and not a good at-bat by Kinsler. No, long. not at all. Three-pitch strikeout. Just got a him. text from my buddy that just said, Fuck you, Kinsler. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think it was the right move to get to move on from him. It seemed like he didn't want to be there anymore, too. At the time, it's been a while though. Putting too much pressure on himself of trying to make something big happen. Just get on base. 
Let's go, Jackie. Boy, Steve Pierce had a real ugly at bat last night. There was, I mean, there was a situation where, I mean, there were definitely some bad calls, like I was saying earlier, but like, boy, 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 it was bad. Mm. <laughs> and uh, even for a, a lackluster at bat, it was not pretty. Not looking great. But no. now you got Jackie up there. He's hitting like 187. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck. Man, you don't, you, you've got to capitalize on these bases loaded situations. This will be the second one that they strike out on. Right. Or <laughs> figuratively strike out on if yeah. they fuck this up. Son of a goddamn bitch. God, Jackie just pulls the trigger at everything, man. Something that's definitely been more prevalent in this playoff in general. AL and NL is, come on, go, 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 yeah, let's go, let's go. Oh, what the let's fuck go. was that <laughs> What was that about? You see the ball bounce Dude, just off the ran down that pattern? rail. <laughs> let's that fucking so go. Five, four Red Sox, two out, one in scoring position. That was so fucked up. Oh, man, that's rough. Those are yeah. the eccentricities of Fenway Park. We've seen both of them within the last, like, ten minutes. Unbelievable. Or two of them, I should say. There's others as well. So for the for the audience out there, the ball, Jackie Bradley just hit a double, bounced off the monster. It bounced off the ground, I believe, and then it bounced off the top of the padding that was, like, 12 feet high. <laughs> and there's no way that you can actually get to that. So the outfielder's just watching the ball bounce twice off of the padding that's like above his head. And, um, you know, the, the ball has bounced like 30 feet in front of him by the time he gets to it. So three runs scored. Three runs scored. At least it wasn't like a Steve Bartman type situation, though. It's just a clown play. But I'm glad that the Astros had a clown play to offset the, the one that just happened. But that was fucking ridiculous. You're never, ever going to see that again. I'm sure it's happened before, right? Not like that. It bounced twice off of a like three inch wide piece of padding. It certainly did. And it's not look at this. Okay, oh one. Oh my god. Good lord. Unbelievable. Unbelievable is right. Wow. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> I love the Boston fans just talking shit right into Marwin Gonzalez's ear that's, as he picks up the ball. That's what I'd be that. doing. <laughs> Fucking, oh, I'm sure they're saying very nice things at Fenway. Oh, Nobody always. At all. There's never been anything bad said at that ballpark. Never. Crickets. Crickets? Yeah, after what you said. <laughs> yeah. That it's other... One... I can hear actual crickets outside. And it made... <laughs> it's perfect. Just put a mic out there. Yeah. One of the other eccentricities of Fenway is that damn right field corner. That's so stupid. Yeah, Pesky pull is so dumb. It is. It doesn't make any sense. And Joe Pesky is one of my favorite Red Sox players. Oh? Oh. I don't know why I paused there, but I did. Tell me more. Oh, just one of those old Ted Williams type of guys. Solid yeah. dude. Solid production guy. Jackie's a pretty good base runner because he's got the speed. He's super good at everything but hitting the ball. God, dude. Man, and like he was so... – all right, well, that ends the inning. He was supposed to be so much better than that as far as like a hitter goes, but he really has not been the last like two or three years. No, you know, he seems like one of those guys that might tie it together. Yeah, we'll see. That fucking hit, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Rolled right, <laughs> right down the damn thing. Off the wall, off the ground, off the top of the padding on left field foul territory twice. 
and Marwin Gonzalez just got his glove in the air, like running towards the ball as it bounces above his face. So sad. Really is sadness. Oh man, sad that the Braves are done overall, man. It's a shame. Uh, yeah, very sad. I I still like um, just soaking up the tears, the tears of all the people. Yeah. yeah. I I would have liked to have seen them go further. Someone I I think I told you someone offered me tickets. Oh yeah, you did. The last game and I was like, ah, nah, nope. I'm good. Not going to do it. Um they just folded. They weren't the same. Yeah, for Ronald sure. Acuña and Freddie Freeman were trying to keep the whole boat afloat, but their bullpen just imploded. Imploded. We were worried about that to begin with. Yeah. They're not there. The no. fact that they made it that far is great, but yeah, you know. Yeah. They will be. A couple more off well, seasons or so. Next year should be interesting, I think. Definitely. So uh, I'm assuming you guys made it out of the hurricane okay and everything, right? Yep, everything was good. Um, Hurricane Michael was very far south of Atlanta. Yeah. And um, we got gusts up to 40 40 miles an hour, and then we got three and a half inches of rain, and that was kind of it. Um, Our power flickered, and it, like, reset everything, but it didn't actually turn off. Okay. And then um, that was it. I was super worried because, I mean – at that point, we had been in our new house for less than a week. Yeah. And there are a ton of very tall trees in the backyard. Like, we're talking like 80-foot like yeah. evergreen trees. Sure. And, like, that will totally fuck my house up. Yeah, it sure will. <laughs> so, <laughs> super, glad that, super glad it wasn't that bad. Um, it just rained a ton, which was great because it actually, we were in a little bit of a drought here. It yeah. Was, it not rained in a while. Yeah, uh, it's, but everything was fine. Good. Totally fine. That's good. It's one of the rare times in October that it's going to be like 45 degrees here in Dallas tomorrow, which is very, very odd. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I, looking, I'm looking forward to it. Everybody's going to be bitching about it, and I can't wait to just ignore ugh. that all day long. But I look forward to, to October weather, like autumn weather all year. It's my favorite season, bar none. Yeah. I love it. Well, you and I don't really have a whole lot of problem with the cold weather either, though. No, I like it. I yeah. like it a lot. I do too, actually. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather be cold and bundle up than sweating my ass off. Yeah, um, I just I sweat like a pig and it's disgusting. Same, same. It's the worst, man. It's I'm, it's a curse. It really is. So you know, any any amount of drop in humidity we get in Atlanta is great, and any you know drop in temperature is great. Sure. It's it uh, after the hurricane blew through. Um, so before the hurricane, it was like in the 80s, high high 80s every day, and like you know, 75% humidity mm-hmm. after the hurricane blows through, it's immediately like high of 75 and like 50% humidity. So good Lord, a pretty good shift. Yeah. Uh, but we're not, we're not into the forties yet. I think maybe later this week, the lows will be in the forties, but yeah. if you're high as 45 in Dallas tomorrow, that's crazy. Yeah. I think it's supposed to pop up after that again and kind of normalize. Seems like just like a cool front. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's good for everything. We've had a lot of rain, too, which is kind of nice. So I'll take it where I can get it, right? Yeah, totally. There's no irrigation system for my lawn, so mm. any rain we get is great. Yes. Definitely looking to save yourself money there where you can. Yeah, absolutely. I've got the equipment to irrigate it if I need to by hose, but yeah, don't want it. You know, I really... How do you feel... I just saw a commercial for this. How do you feel about a refrigerator that has a clear glass door to see the inside of the refrigerator? It seems unnecessary unless you have a lot of pretty food. Just open the goddamn door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not hard. There's got to be some thermal efficiency loss in this situation, There's right? got to be. Got to be. 
it seems unnecessary, but again, if you have a lot of really cool looking food for like varied colors, that's great. But if you're just, if it's like a bunch of takeout boxes, you're just going to be demoralized <laughs> yeah. by your choice. Yeah, I was going to say, newsflash, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I just feel like we try to make this stuff too too tech savvy these days. Right. I yeah, don't need my I refrigerator don't... to talk to me or connect to my Wi-Fi. I, I really don't. So we were buying a washer and dryer, and the one we got is completely sufficient. It's got, you know, the nicest washer and dryer features. It's got like steam functions on it and stuff. Sure. That's that's great. The next level up was, you know, eight hundred dollars more for the pair, and it's like, oh, it's got Wi-Fi connectivity. It's like I don't need that ever. <laughs> exactly. Yourself, like. Oh my the- God! No way. I don't need Wi-Fi to, or my fucking washer dryer to tell me when it's done. Like, it makes a tune. I got it. Yeah, exactly. It's a very specific buzzing noise. It's been around for years. Mine's, mine does the, like, spaceship melody. It's got, a, it's got like, a, a song it sings, <laughs> basically. Is it like the Jimmy Midtown song but about laundry yeah, instead? Yeah, actually, you know, I'd love to reprogram it so it did just that. That'd be awesome. Every single week you can think about Jimmy. <laughs> I watched a video of a guy who reprogrammed his door, his his car. You know, when you open your car door, it like bongs at yeah. you. Your door is open. He reprogrammed his car to sing, uh, in that bonging sort of noise, the um, song "Africa" by Toto. Why? Why would so you, you leave do your that? Door open? <laughs> I don't know, but it was glorious. That is so weird. It was really good. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, Cole's dealing. That was a good pitch. Yeah. Who's this fucking joker? No idea. It, like, it looks like AJ Hinch is up in the bullpen. It does. He's got that very stoic baseball face. The white band. Drop, face. you son of a bitch. Not into the glove, though. Yeah. Oh, no. He wanted it to go further. A little bit. Garrett Cole was not good when he was with the Pirates. What happened? He was good. He was not amazing. Okay. Was it more he- just that the Pirates were bad? Yeah, you weren't paying attention to the Pirates. Well, you have a, a bias against Pittsburgh to begin with, so... And I think one's brewing with Milwaukee, given their round-trip flight price. <laughs> Miliwake, awesome. meaning friendship. Right. <laughs> it's gotta be it. It's from Wade's world. Oh, Pete. God uh, damn it, JD. Just, it. just hacked it a little bit. Um, No, I, I do want to go visit Pittsburgh, but... You know, mm. we know what's been said. I'd sooner go to Milwaukee than I would Pittsburgh, I think. Really? Yeah. Why not? Why? Uh, I, so, first of all, Miller Park looks awesome. PNC, not so much? Well, uh, PNC would take the cake, I think. It's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it's pretty damn cool. I like the slide that Miller Park's got. <laughs> Whatever. It's not like I could go on the slide, though, so it doesn't really do a lot for me. Tell me more. Well, it's pretty simple. The fly's not open to the public. Tell me more about what's good about what you can do. Right. That's why I'm starting to rethink this take. Yeah. yeah no, PNC is probably cool. <laughs> Actually, I know it's cooler. I'll give the city of Pittsburgh a compliment here since we never seem to do that. I like that they use the same colors for all the sports teams throughout. I think that's cool. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Just, you know, go with what works, right? I mean, they get a high score on uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy then, right? With all their color coordination. <laughs> Way to go, Pittsburgh. Your bridges, <laughs> your your football team, and your baseball team all have the same colors. 
Okay, well, you pissed all over that point. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say anything wrong. You just don't see it very often, I guess is my point. Yeah, I think that's that's a good valid point. Because I don't know what other colors would work for that region. It just seems like it makes sense, right? Yellow it's, and black. It's not like you're going to use, like... I mean, maybe this would be a, a chance to bring more green in, like we've been talking about. Penguins, same same story, right? Pittsburgh Penguins, yellow and yep. black. Yep. Oh, I wonder du- if that was planned. Yeah, probably so. Collusion, I think, is what they call that. Mm, whatever. Collusion is for bad. I just sent you... Collaboration a, is for good. I just sent you a picture of... Something that Ben sent me. Uh oh. If it's butthole, I'm no, it's not. Off. It's not butthole eyes either. Is that the shed? Is that a shed? <laughs> yep. Is that his new house? <laughs> On radio the other day, we were talking about uh, Brandon went to a haunted house, and so he was talking about it a little bit. And he said that he went to a, at one point, he went into a clown factory. Oh, God, no. And I bursted out laughing, and I was like, that's, that's what I call Ben's house. And, uh, <laughs> Probably not a, a, a tasteful joke, but I went with it. No, nor was mine. Is this a shed in his backyard? Yeah, that's the shed that he's been having issues with putting together. It's slightly pink, wouldn't it you is. say? It is. That's what you, I think that's what happens when you order it on, uh, on Amazon. So what's the problem? It looks good. No, I think it's good now. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it's he just got it done. There were problems before. Yes. Well, I think the problems were internal. I think these were issues about Ben not knowing what he's doing. You know, I wouldn't say that I'm a master builder or anything, but... You're a process is, guy. I'm, I'm definitely a projects guy. I did a lot of projects this weekend, and some of which I'm quite proud of. However, building a structure, that's that, that could be a lot, I bet. Yeah. I think we could figure it out. Good for him. Is it a... What's, what's behind this? Is it a propane tank? I think so. Like a kayak. <clears throat> David Price looks okay, right? I mean, uh, man, the, the game is too close. It might as well be 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah, exactly. A one-run lead will not be good enough until the game is over. No. Especially you need to be up by like 7 to be like, okay, let's breathe. Dude, I was really upset, though, that we got off off air the other night and that game literally just broke open and went into 16-1. to one. I can't believe Brock uh, Holt hit for the cycle. Yeah, good for him. Good, yeah, good call out to Brock Holt for hitting for the cycle. I think he was the first guy to hit a cycle in, in playoff history. Yeah, he, uh, he was. Which is great. Go figure. But I was right? actually pretty glad. I'm. I will counter your argument and say it was a good thing we signed off uh, because literally nothing happened competitively. Yeah, that's true. It got real for, bad. As real a fast. Red Sox fan, it was fun to watch. I bet. Oh yeah, it was. It felt good just to pummel their goddamn asses into the ground. <sighs> Didn't they need that? Yes. Didn't Cashman need to just get yes. like totally destroyed? Absolutely. How they, many dam- How many letters did he get that just said the word damage? I, dude, got to be so many. And he and the, he deserves it for saying some stupid shit like that. Yeah, I totally agree. I get it. It's not like he's going to sit there and say, "Oh, the Red Sox are better than us." Like that's that's a given, right? But like, come on. So the Yankees are a very good baseball team. Yes, they're a great. They won a hundred games, right? I don't know how so, they won 100 games, to be honest with you, but they did. I don't know. I don't know if this needs to be a separate episode, but like, what happened? Besides the fact that yeah. they ran into the Red Sox, yeah. Like, what what happened to them to keep them from being better playoff content- contenders? Well, ultimately, they didn't have the pitching that that, and we we talked about that all year that they didn't have the pitching, and they did a lot to shore that up by getting J Hap. I mean, I would argue that the Yankees did everything that they 
needed to do at the trade deadline to try to shore it up as much as they could. It just didn't really work. The uh, names on that bullpen are amazing. Right. Like, but like, man, the biggest thing that I think it comes down to, you can't blame it on all of this, but there were some very questionable manager decisions throughout that whole thing. I don't know if Aaron Boone knows what the hell he's doing, to be honest. And I'm I mean, he definitely looks like Smeagol, like took some steroids and then they put him in a uniform. Right. <laughs> but like, I just, I don't think he's qualified to be doing like, though, there were some, some real weird things like bringing Chaz Green into the game at the time that they did in that, um, that 16 to one game where, uh, I don't know, like and the whole Severino thing, not being like at the ballpark on time, I guess, or something. I don't know. It just, all that seemed really weird. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. So I guess Severino didn't realize he was starting or didn't realize what time the game started and got to the ballpark like 40 minutes before his start. What? Yeah. So, I mean, Severino. Yeah, and then he bombed. I mean, Severino looked off the other night when we were watching it. He definitely didn't look right. It's the same night that he was late. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's really shitty. So that didn't help. It just seems like, I don't know. It just seems like things that wouldn't have happened under uh, Joe Girardi. But yeah, I, I mean, if you're not, he's clearly not running tight enough a ship if his starter's not there three hours before the game. At minimum. Minimum. And I mean, think about all the routines and uh, superstitions <sighs> and whatnot that pitchers have. You know, I mean, that's, there's a routine that goes into all that. Absolutely. So maybe, you know, I, I, you literally just told me about this and I, you know, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. But mm-hmm. my, my initial take is that guy doesn't care a whole lot. I mean, if you care a lot, I, I feel like David Price is going to be at the at the ballpark as soon as he gets up. Yeah, I He's agree. They're hanging out, walking around, working out, warming up, yeah, chatting with the guys, doing what it, whatever he's got to do to get comfortable. Yeah, like as long as it takes. Not like, oh shit, sorry, you know, forgot I was starting forty right. minutes. Right, that's some high school shit. That's what that I, is. David Price seems to take it really seriously. Severino. I mean, again, first time I'm hearing it, that makes me think he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that argument could certainly be made. I mean, we're talking about the ALDS against the Red Sox here. This isn't... That's the other thing, man. Like, I've noticed about that team, they don't have a guy. They don't have a linchpin guy like a J.D. Martinez or anything like that. Giancarlo Stanton sucked in the playoffs. Yeah, not great. Aaron Judge sucked in the playoffs. Not that good. Yeah, no, and I'm not saying it's his fault necessarily or anything, but they don't have, like... They don't have as much as they think they do. And if they run out this offseason and sign like Bryce Harper or somebody like that, they better damn sure know what they're doing. Like the, the thing about this Boston team is this team has been a long time coming. It's, yeah. I mean, this they've been growing this farm system and all that for years coming up to this. Some would say to a fault at times. Same with the Astros. I yeah, mean, same thing. Look at the teams that are doing really well. Three of the four are built very similarly. They're throwing... Equal parts, they're throwing their pocketbook at at their lack of talent and then homegrown talent. But I don't think the whole throwing the pocketbook thing works as nearly as much as it used to. It fills the gaps when it does. injuries take place, and that's fine. But you know, it doesn't. That's not all of it. No, it it's, it's definitely not. And that's the thing, man. And that's what it comes down to: is like Boston grew everything homegrown. Not everything, but a lot of this stuff homegrown. They've never been able to grow a homegrown pitcher. The only one that I can think of is. John Lester, and they laughed in his goddamn face for whatever reason. And so this is a fully homegrown team, and then you can go and add a piece like J.D. Martinez or something like that that can really put you over the top. That's what you're looking to do. Right. The Yankees got a steal on Giancarlo Stanton. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he 
he had a fine year. He didn't play as well as he did last year, though. That deal was unbelievable. Like, just not even, not okay. Derek Jeter is a motherfucker. I hate him so much. You know who I decide I don't really like either anymore is Marlins Man. Who's Marlins Man? Marlins Man, dude, he's got a long, oh God, Matt Barnes is warming up in the bullpen. That's my worst nightmare. Looks like white David Price. I know. He is spotty at best. Um, Their facial hair is like the same. I know. It really is. They have the same delivery and everything. It's crazy. Yeah, well, some with others or with better success than others. I mean, David Price has settled down here. He's not going to make it past probably this this inning. I wouldn't think at yeah. seventy seven pitches, but he settled down a little bit. I think he took it on the chin and kept going. Yeah, he's doing he's doing okay. Yeah, I don't. No, it's not great. Not an amazing start. No, it's but not great. But the fact that he didn't just like fold is a good sign. Yeah, you know, when you're paying someone two hundred and seventeen million dollars, you would think that that would be the case, but. Is this Tyler White at the plate? It is. I like Tyler White a lot. Do you? I do. I think he's kind of a bitch, though, because whenever he got called up, the big league guys were playing a prank on him, so they put his uh, brand-new truck out on the outfield at Minute Maid. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and he like threw a big tantrum about it. It's like, come on, guy, just calm down. What a bitch. All right, if David Price Price walks somebody here on a 3-0 count with two outs, what's going to happen here? Do you think he's going to come out? No, they'll give him one more. Yeah, they've got to, right? It's a questionable call, but I think they'd be, I think, well, they've got this guy warming up, White David Price. He's ready to go. <laughs> How similar do they look? This pitching coach looks just like Bartolo Colon. Oh, my God, he does. Is it him? No, it's could not they, him. Could, can they make changes like that? Like if Bartolo were to have retired, could they have hired him and then he'd be in the bullpen? Probably. And get a ring? Probably. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, I think he, I think he gets another batter. Doesn't seem like it. Nope. Yeah, he's coming out. Yeah. All right, just finish this out. and. Uh, those sweatshirts are so good. Dude, they're dude. pretty good, right? I love that that's the official Fanatics MLB or Majestic MLB stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Heard it here first, right? Oh, fucking awesome. You yes. know they're listening. You know they're listening because that's getting our ideas stolen here. Do you think that there is somebody listening? I don't know. You never know. You never know. There are people that listen. They're great people. We, I don't know why. Apparently, none of them are named Garrett. <laughs> if they are, we apologize. And God help them if they're Garrett from Pittsburgh. Ugh. You know, I didn't really mean to shit on Pittsburgh that much. I know, you, but you just you do just, it so frequently without just, kept, not meaning to. It just kept, it just happen, it kept happening. It happens so often. I do want to go. I want to go spend time and eat pierogies and listen to people say yints and play in the mud. Sure, I get it. It just happens so often. Yince is not a word. Pittsburgh. Right. It's bullshit. Just adopt y'all. Get it over with. Did we ever have a uh, an ad read about Pittsburgh? Mm. Not specifically Pittsburgh. We focus on players and then making play on words around their names. Okay. That's true. We do. Tyler Barnhart and the like. So I'm going to go through um, at the end of the season. And I'm going to sort out through. Um, sorry. Uh, I'm going to sort through my iPad all of a sudden dying. Um, I'm going to sort through the um, all the commercials, and I'm going to find the best ones, and then we're going to put them out there and let people vote on it. Ooh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to put them all up on the website. People can go and listen to them, and they can vote on okay. them. Okay. What is my favorite? Um, God, mm. the <laughs> tired of missing out on the Korean War. Oh, that's an all-time favorite. That goes down the Hall of Fame. 
that was really good. There were some good play on word ones too. Yeah, Ben Ben always comes in the clutch with them. Yeah, yeah. there have been some wonderful ad reads. I mean, <laughs> does that actually attract sponsors? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> I love that answer. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just work here. Until one day we like, you know, create one of these sponsors and it's an actual thing. And then we're right. going to kind of be in some hot water with the legal department. Yeah. Samsung's going to call us tomorrow and be like, dude, create ad read. Yeah, Make exactly. Make rhyme every time. Hey, I'm good with that if, if Samsung will let us, you know, read for them and pay us to do so. I'd also take a new Samsung because my Galaxy S6 is not. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, not good. I'm just waiting for the 10. If this 6 can make it till 10, we're good. How long do you have to wait? Uh, sometime next year, probably in the spring. Oh, God. All right, we'll see Maybe what summer. We'll see what happens. What is this thing hanging down by Craig Kimbrell? Oh, that's a back scratcher. Is it or really? like a massager. Yeah, it's a massaging oh. machine. I've never seen one that looks like that before. Looks yeah, like... we've got one in our office yeah. that's very similar. You put it over. It's basically on the other end is a big hook. Yeah. You basically put it over... You put the hook over your back, and then you like rub, rub the knots out of your back. Interesting. Yeah, you're gonna have to send me a link for this. Yeah, let me see if I can do that. Yeah, so this seems like something I need in my life. Oh yeah, they're they're cool. I mean, my my lean muscle mass doesn't require any massaging, but I can understand that other weaker men <laughs> might need such a tool. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Four point two innings for David Price. Not ideal. No. God, I hate Alex Bregman so much. I know. <sighs> what? Such a pussy. Oh, that was a dirty pitch. Got him with the breaking ball. Love a good breaking ball. I also love a good slurve ball. Slurve? I haven't heard anybody say that in a while. That's what I'm saying. You don't see it much anymore. No. Not a lot of guys can throw it very well. Fair. It is weird. John Lester used to be able to throw it when he was younger. He's the only one I can think of that still throws it. Or that... Threw it in the last 10 years. Just like the gyro ball. Oh, yeah. I think that you and I are both pro gyro ball, right? I'm pro any new pitch, but the gyro ball has just got a dope-ass name. Yeah, it does. Yeah, there's nothing that compares to that name. Ooh, in the dirt for Matt Barnes. Uh, catcher interference. Really? I thought that... Oh, no, he called foul tip. Okay. Also, I am a huge fan of Alex Cora getting thrown out of the game last night. I missed I missed the oh, context. Dude. It was uh it was a real bad called strike. Real just, bad. Oof. And so they went to commercial break and they were they were arguing and then came back and he was out of the game. Was it Joe West behind the plate? No, it was not. I he, sent you a picture of the tool that we just saw. Perfect. We'll post it to the Twitter since people are probably wondering what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, we will see how this game ends up. We will, I guess, talk again next couple of days, right? Yeah. There we go. Strikeout for uh, Matt Barnes in the inning. Not bad. Sham Krizzle. What? <laughs> Sham Krizzle. I love it. Uh, but, yeah, no, we'll be back uh, later in the week. I think that we'll probably at least watch another game or two of the series. I mean, seven games. we got some time. We should probably yeah. watch one of the NL ones, too, just to uh, balance things out, right? That would be tomorrow or maybe Wednesday? Yeah, we could do it tomorrow or Wednesday. Sweet. Cool, man. Well, we would like to thank everyone for checking out the show today. We'd like to remind everyone we are on social media. 
Uh, we are on Twitter at Outfielder Pod, the same on Instagram. We are on Facebook, the Outfielder Podcast, and of course, www.sensiblyloud.com for all your latest blogs, pods, and more. We are on the Apple iTunes Store. We are on the Google Play Store. So to make sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends and family, make sure the Outfielder gets the love. We would like to thank everyone for tuning in for episode 51 of the Outfielder Podcast. We would like to thank all of our fans, Sensibly Loud Media, our sponsors, and those with a sharp eye to keep the runners close. Grounds crew, please keep patrolling that outfield. Big ups to Kevin Towers. Don't text and drive. And we'll see you right back here next time on the Outfielder Podcast. Out.